I've got the key to the kingdom. The world can't do me no This is the daily podcast from St. Paul's Knightsbridge, an invitation to pause for not more than 10 minutes each day to think, to reflect and to pray. This week, as the church year draws to its close, Phil Davis explores the idea of the kingdom. This week we are reflecting on what it might mean to witness to Christ to make his kingdom of unity, peace and love known to all people in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. On Tuesday, we considered what it might mean for us to witness in Jerusalem, in our context within the church. On Wednesday, we contemplated Judea, those people who dip their toe into the church from time to time, Christian if not regular worshippers. Yesterday, we thought about Samaria, those people who are geographically close by, but very different from us. And today, the ends of the earth. When the disciples heard Jesus' commission, Jerusalem, Judea and Samaria would have been familiar territory to them. They were geographically proximate and part of their daily experience. But the inclusion of witnessing to the ends of the earth in the commission of Acts 1.8 suggests that we are not only called to witness in our own country, but also beyond indeed as far as we can possibly go. The apostles immediately took on the challenge. They travelled throughout the Middle East, Europe and North Africa, preaching the gospel and drawing people into faith. By the time Emperor Constantine had approved the exercise of Christian worship across the empire, there were pockets of Christian observance across Europe. By the end of the 4th century, Christianity had become the official religion of the Roman Empire, And by 600 AD, most parts of Western and Southern Europe, the Middle East and North Africa had been Christianised. By the mid-8th century, Islam had established itself as a credible challenger to Christianity, rapidly expanding its empire through Persia to Afghanistan in the east, across northern Africa and into the Iberian Peninsula to the west, and through Jerusalem as far as Syria to the north. The first centuries of the second millennium saw the Christian crusaders seek to re-establish Christianity in the Middle East, and the subsequent empire-building ventures of the Europeans during the second half of the millennium took Christianity to the four corners of the earth. At first sight, it seems that perhaps the work of witnessing to the ends of the earth has already been done. But hold on, the holy wars and empire-building weren't so much about sharing the gospel as they were about trying to make people more like them, imposing systems of government, culture and religion on others, and very often not through peaceful means. Is this really what the Prince of Peace had in mind? And how does this fit into what we have reflected on this week as revealing the kingdom of God in the world? Unity over uniformity, inclusion over exclusion, celebrating diversity, building community. A couple of years ago I met Derek Browning, then moderator of the General Assembly of the Church of Scotland. The moderator is chosen to chair the annual General Assembly meeting, essentially the governing body of the Church of Scotland, which is held for a week in Edinburgh every year. After chairing the Assembly, the moderator spends the next 51 weeks representing the Church of Scotland at civic events and visiting congregations and projects in Scotland and beyond. 
the moderator has no power, and the functions of the role are limited to chairing the General Assembly and being an ambassador for the Church. Moderator Browning spent the year travelling the world, meeting with people from all walks of life, and chose hospitality as his theme. He met with the Queen, the Pope, the Chief Rabbi, a family in Bethlehem who make wooden crosses and stars, members of church communities across Scotland, and many others. Reflecting on this time, he writes, Hospitality is about how we greet and welcome, how we include and share. It is about how we meet at table and look at those around us and converse with them. Hospitality will mean gathering in places of ease and unease, with friends and maybe with enemies, with family and often with strangers, and often find to our surprise what we have in common as well as what differentiates us. Perhaps this is at the heart of what it is to witness to Christ to the ends of the earth. Our mission is not to convert people to our faith. Only God converts by the prompting of his Holy Spirit. But it is our mission to make Christ known in the world, and what better way of doing that than to imitate him and to break bread together. Indeed, he commanded us to remember him by the sharing of a meal. Do this in remembrance of me. And let us not forget that he shared table with tax collectors and sinners, as well as his disciples. We should be proud of our gospel message. We should share our identity and our experience with others. We should make no apologies for that. But those of other faiths and of none should also not apologise for their identity and their experience. We should honour one another, praying for unity, peace and love, the great gifts of the kingdom, while celebrating the diversity of a world created by God. The last words to moderator Browning, who writes, If we are in a position of privilege, it is better to build a longer table than a higher wall. Who will you invite to your table? And which walls might you need to break down? Thank you for listening to this short podcast from St Paul's Knightsbridge. This is only one of many podcasts you'll find online. Please search Spotify or SoundCloud for details.